All right, you guys ready? Let's do this. You're listening to the best of the best of the best. Fully loaded. It was so good. Luck, luck, luck. I don't think I've ever been chuffed. And what the mouth word said was, you talk too much. Scotty Potty Hay. Someone slapped me. That is not that crazy. That's hard. Losers. This is like proof of the supernatural. This is not the first goal scored by a hand this month. What? You made your own luck. You win by winning. When he plays, he scores. You're a pouty baby that doesn't deserve to be a baby. He's just a beardo. Si, senor. I would like the pollo ranchero, por favor. I'm just going to pour myself another bourbon and just let this thing roll. All right. Welcome to the latest edition of the FPL America podcast. This is David Smith. Scott Wiebe. No Brian Chesko out ill tonight. That's okay. Go ahead, Dave. Grab yourself some toffee. Hey, um, as I walked in the door to Scott's house tonight, <laughs> as we're recording, not at my place, Scott shoves like... This unbelievable peanut-covered chocolate toffee mm-hmm. that is just stupid. And I'm mm-hmm. really mad at him for putting this in front of me. Mm-hmm. Because you'll probably not hear me eating, and no one wants to hear anyone eat <laughs> throughout the rest of the podcast. I will do my best to tone that down. All right. Well, that's all right. No one – I mean, hey, this is this is all about the holidays. It's about Christmas treats. And, uh, you know, it, you can't come over to my house and not get some kind of treat, right? My gosh, cookies, cakes. It's like a it's like a stinking all-star Michelin level bakery over here. Hey man, that's all my wife and kids. It's nothing to do with Wow. Me. We are here coming at you right after was it game week fifteen? No, sixteen. Game 16. week sixteen. Match week 16. And they're flying by, man. I'm telling well, you. Well, last time I recorded it was fifteen. It was it's hard to keep up at this point, Scott, because the midweek matches again this yep. week, there's gonna be matches tomorrow, so you're gonna hear mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. and Half of what we say won't matter. That's right. We, we're trying to adjust for that, aren't we, Scott? We absolutely are. Uh, so if you follow us on social media, you might have noticed that there are roughly 10 minutes worth of, well, my face on our social media channels, yeah. specifically Instagram and uh, Facebook, because Twitter doesn't really allow you to post five-minute videos, but that's okay. Uh, but I've got about t- 10 minutes of social media content that specifically goes over the matches from game week 16. So if you want to know about match by match, some of the FPL highlights from those matches, please make sure you're following us on the social media channels. Consider this our one time per episode plug of those social media channels here up front at the top. Yep. But I mention it here because that means that this, this pod's going to be a little bit different. We're in that time of the season, as Dave mentioned. NBC Sports has called it the festive fixtures, which I absolutely love. It's the... I think the fifth of nine game weeks during this 37-day stretch. Unbelievable. Uh, I, I can't call it 90 matches anymore because matches are getting canceled left and right with COVID, which we've been warning people about. In fact, Dave, I'm going to go ahead and say on record, last week's pod just absolutely dominated a little Subjects. bit of FPL storylines in advance. We crushed it last week. We crushed it. We mentioned yellow card accumulation. Joel Cancelo, out now. Yellow yep. card accumulation after game week 16. But in Crushed all fairness, it. I'm not selling it right now. <laughs> okay, well, okay. good. Just good. telling you. Great, great note. But all right, very fine. I, I will say this. Something we I forgot about, we did not cover last week. And I uh, this is a complete interruption. Go ahead. 
I'm going to stop I, you right there. Okay. No, nope, I'm going to stop you right there because I know exactly what you're going to say. All right, all right, all right. Because it snuck up on me too. We'll talk about it tonight. Okay. Then. So right. hold that thought. All right. Going back to what I was saying. Yellow card accumulation, week, we yep, talked about it. Crushed it. We talked about having a bench because COVID is, is popping COVID up. COVID is real. Snow Yellow is popping up. Yellow card accumulation is a deal. Yep. You never know when uh, you can't see the field in Manchester. So <laughs> that happens as well. That's right. And what we've had another Spurs match postponed uh, this past weekend. There's an upcoming midweek match with United and Brentford that's postponed, all because of COVID outbreaks. By the way, when the Spurs match got canceled, I could not have been a happier guy. One reason why really? is this. I got nailed last time. Last time a major cancellation happened fantasy-wise, Spurs were involved. True. The Spurs City match. Mm-hmm. Last year. And this time, I didn't own any Spurs. There you go. And a lot of guys trying to catch me did. Of course, it didn't <laughs> seem to matter. Well, you and I uh, snuck up the table a little bit. I did fine. did yeah. fine. I had a 71. Felt pretty good about that. Much better than me. Um, Not much. You did 61. I think you did good. That's so true. You know my it, score. Look, it, it. Yeah, I try to pay attention, Scott. I'm not like Brian. Um, <laughs> I'm kidding. Brian knows where we are. Uh, not really kidding. Brian, well, Brian's just had the worst luck of locks. It's like he told me midweek, anything he does is just absolutely wrong right yeah, now. Yeah, that happens. Sometimes you get in a weird rut. Look, this past week for me, Scott, I kind of lucked out. I did not make Which also move. happens, by the way, sometimes. I, I forgot about the Friday match. And so mm. I did, but didn't. A 71 with no And moves? I didn't make it. I didn't make a move. And wow. so, but I had two guys come off my bench. Yep. Uh, Vardy, Vardy did not play and Tavares didn't play. So Ben White and Rafinha came off my bench for 13 points. Vardy, so. Vardy and Cresswell were the two guys in my lineup that didn't play. I had three yeah. triangles in my squad. Yeah. And I chose, and I had an okay bench. And I actually thought to myself before this past weekend, if everyone was healthy, I might bench boost. Because yeah. I really like the lineup throughout the squad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But with all those triangles, I was like, no, nah, I'm going to need this bench to come into my lineup. Mm. I kept I kept uh, Emil Smith-Rowe on my bench. And then I had Cresswell um, and uh, who did I just say? Vardy yep. in my squad yep. who, who ended up moving to my bench. Uh, and so I had just enough guys play that everybody at least scored me something. Yeah. It was no, that, one from Livramento off my bench, but it was it's something. something. For sure. Uh, but this is the time of year, and we crushed that too in last week's pod. It was just one thing after another. It, we were on it, and it was great to see. And so we're going to talk about – we're going to give you a podcast that is relevant but also fits where we're at, again, with matches in the midweek. And again, this coming weekend, the festive fixtures piling in. We're going to talk about four things, and Dave, you get to pick the order tonight. Oh, I love this. All right. We're going to talk about the FPL Cup, which is what I just cut you off from okay, earlier. Is that sure. right? Yes, Am I right? Did. All right. You uh, read my mind. So we'll talk about the FPL Cup, which has already begun because it snuck up on us. When you when you mentioned it in Slack, I was like, it has? <laughs> I had no idea. Totally forgot. I'm going to go ahead and admit it publicly. That's not very professional for no, me as a we, we should FPL have, we podcast should have been host. on that. No, yeah, it's true. Now, it's kind of hiding. Everyone needs to check because it's not all the cups have started yet. So, mm-hmm. like, you you remember, Scott, if you, I don't know if you do want, want to do a quick review here, but yeah. different leagues Something have new. different cups. Yes. Different cup matches start at different times. The leagues that you are now in all have their own cups, as I understand it. Correct. Uh, including, did you notice it's going to also happen by country, by 
network. Yeah. So all those yeah, yeah, yeah. all those leagues that have always been there that you've been ranked in forever, however long you played FPL, there's going to be cups for those. So leagues. you're going to have different chances. It's not just yes. like one yes. total seven million people FPL cup that are right, competing. which is what the FPL cup is. That's exactly right. But no, throughout the season, different cups are going to start based on how big the leagues are. They're all right. going to end at the That's end right. of the season. So, so like we will have an FPL America Cup winner. We will this year, as as I understand it. Yes, at the end of the season, there will be only one, only one Cup champion. Yeah, love for that. FPL America podcast league. Uh, but we'll talk about that. Uh, so, so that's one option, Dave. Okay. All right. Number two, this is this is FPL strategy. There's an FPL strategy topic I want to talk about. I'm not going to say anything more than that. It's just an FPL strategy topic that we're going to talk about. So the FPL Cup number one. A strategy topic for FPLs. Number two. Okay. Number three, we're going to talk about what I see as potential racism. Okay. I know that's heavy, but I want to talk about, about it. Is about the yellow colored ball? No. Okay. Is that a thing? <laughs> well, it's, it's the winter ball. <laughs> okay. You haven't noticed they changed color balls? I thought it was always yellow. No. It has been yellow all season. They always have a winter ball. When it gets to be a certain date, they go to a like a yellow colored ball. Is that right? I was throwing jokes out there, but yes, no, that's that's real. That's a real thing. No, I believe someone's probably alleged that somewhere. Probably. Who knows? But I that's mean, not what this is. Okay, fair enough. Good. This right. is a little bit more real than a yellow ball. Okay, sorry. I, 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 I'm, that sounds like a heavy uh, situation. I don't mean to make light of that. No, it's it's fine. Number four is going to be something has to do with your beloved Arsenal because why not? Martin Odegaard? Yeah, Odegaard. We're going to absolutely not talk about Martin Odegaard. Dude, he scored three games in a row. Okay, Bye. that's fine. But you know that that's not what we're going to talk about. Okay, all right. all right. All right, all right. so I guess we should do the thing Brian does and say, let's get on with this. Hey, Brian, what should we do? Well, Dave, I think we should get on to that thing that we do when we do it, and we do it well. Dave. Yes. Where do we go first? Uh, let's go straight to Arsenal. <laughs> I knew you would. I knew you would. So you want to talk about, by the way, has anyone ever tried to say Martin Odegaard five times fast? I have not. Should I try it live here? I would love to hear Martin it. Ag- <laughs> Martin Odegaard. Martin Odegaard. Martin Odegaard. That's not easy. Or- Ortegaard is what you want Ortegaard. to do after Martin. Martin Ortegaard. Martin Odegaard. Martin Odegaard. Martin Odegaard. <laughs> I just went Canadian. I went Od- Odegaard. O- Odegaard. Odegaard. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's hard. Oh, that's amazing. I can't do it. That's a short but effective tongue twister. Yes, it hey, is. Hey, you know what? I get it. And he's a midfielder, correct? I have not he looked is. it up. He is a midfielder, and he's played a lot. But for, for, I don't know, Arteta started playing him up up almost in the top two. It was with Obama Yang, and now it's with Lacazette. He scored in three straight weeks against United Everton and Southampton. And... Granted, if I was a good podcaster, and normally I rely on Brian for this, Brian would probably tell me how, you know, he probably shoots once a game and makes it. And or, but honestly, but he's been more heavily involved. He's taking free kicks. He's taking corners. He's doing a lot of things and doing very well, on, I mean, other than just scoring goals in the bonus point system that are showing up. He kept the Canadian on bonus. Bonus. Bonus points. Bonus points. So, yeah, like, I think it's worth a look. I don't think this is a. I think this is a form thing. I mm. I think this is a like. Hey, it's five five. Are, are you? Is there a huge risk there? You probably everyone has a lower end midfielder that they're playing. Maybe Odegaard's maybe, five maybe, five. Yeah, 
Wow. I know. That's like a Damari Gray to Martin Odegaard move. I'm just saying. That's, it's, a, it's, it's really low. The production you're getting for the cost he is, and he's been playing. He's been playing a lot. And with this form, Arteta just doesn't typically sit people down. So, yeah, I think – and there's no one really in his position – like I don't think I don't know what's going on with Aubameyang. He might be on, on his way out the door. I don't That's know. That's what I want to talk about. Okay. Aubameyang is who I thought he was. I wasn't wrong. I just wasn't right yet. Actually, I've probably been right all along. But I, I don't think I don't think it's as bad. This as seems it, to be worse because it's again, doesn't it? Well, I mean, immediately I, there I'm was discussion honest, I about. Don't, I don't know the entire story, and sometimes when you find out the entire story, it's not exactly what you thought it was. But so, he wouldn't have sat out an entire match. I mean, he wasn't even on the bench, right? No, he, he was, was completely not in the team. out of the squad. Look, in, in fairness to Arteta, he says it's a disciplinary breach. It, uh, he broke broke team rules, and I'm not going to talk about it, and no one else is going to talk about it. So, which is fine. I like he's like we're keeping it in house. Mad respect, and absolutely, and it it is. It's a rule. He broke it, and he's treated like everyone else. If there's one thing that we have learned, it's that Mark uh, Mikel Arteta is in charge of that roster yeah it's not ozil it's not <laughs> it's not it's not like in, in fairness to, in, look, and it's not a bombing no it's not a bombing and, and, and but i think he knows it and i'm gonna be honest like, he probably respects i honestly i think he respects arteta and but maybe it was mm. a i think it was a family i heard rumors that maybe it was a family thing but arteta's like hey it doesn't matter necessarily what it is the club's like, your family the rule's the rule yeah and so it could be the thing that Aubameyang looks at and goes you know what my form's not great I understand I broke a rule. Not a big deal. I think his art. I think his attitude is probably going to be fine about it. But his form has been bad. Something's yeah. going on. Oh yeah. And so, and Lacazette's form has been pretty good. I mean, I, I'm not saying you go to Lacazette, but like at an eight three, there's a lot, a lot of forwards not performing right now. That is what I put out there in my ten minutes of social media. Did you? Is that Lacazette? You, you have to think he might be an option. He's working really hard. Like yes, he, he works he wicked hard well, for the team. He's one of those guys. He's almost in that Giroud category where he works so the Ianacho category. He works so hard and cannot get a consistent spot. Yeah. So, but and that might be changing. And, and look, yeah, his contract's almost up. He's probably playing playing for his next contract for another team. But in fairness to him, he's always played like this. Yeah. He's never not no one's ever said that guy slacked off today. Right. No one's no, ever never, said that. Never. Which so, is why it's always a little surprising when he's not out there more. I get it. Now again, I'm not I'm not on the training ground. I'm not sure exactly what happens all the time. But yeah. yes, fair fair enough. It's a, a valid well, point by you. I had a sixty one and that was with Vardy Antonio in my front line. Antonio, as I mentioned earlier today, seems to have forgotten how to dribble the ball. Vardy is is aging and is starting to be rotated to the extent that Rodgers warned us he would be when the season began. I need a forward. You know, Bamford, the schedule for Leeds is terrible, and he re-injured himself. Scott, i got to find a forward. I, I know. I, I'm looking at, I mean, Dennis is my anchor right now, and it's probably <laughs> Denny. I understand that. If only Brian was here to help me say that. Um, the announcers guy, I'll say Dennis. And again, and we'll get to the Dennis King thing here in a minute. But seriously, I, I'm in a – and look, I think a lot of people are with Vardy's ownership at 23% and Antonio's at 39 almost 40% if you round up. There's a lot of people going, what the heck is going on? Who do I go to? Yeah. And – Lacazette's an option. It, Dude, it's crazy. When I pull up the forwards, Scott, do you know who the top three scoring forwards are right now in the Premier League? Ah, Dennis is in there. 
I'll save it. Uh, look, is Ronaldo I, in there? No. It. He's fourth. Okay. The top three scoring forwards are the three forwards I have in my football, my fantasy well, football good. club. All right. It's Dennis, Fardy, and Antonio. Oh, they're still up there. Overall. Yeah. So, I'm just trying to figure this out. And then it's Ronaldo, St. Maximum, Jesus. Now, and then, then there's Pookie. Pookie's two points behind Jesus, Scott. I believe it. He, he's he, Where's Jesus been for the month of I don't November know. and December? And their schedule is so green pasture nice. I mean, he started, but he's not like Sterling got the he's only goal for City. He's not doing much. He's it's not very, very weird. I just don't know where to go with in the striker position. I don't think I would it's love that weird, to, actually. I would love to give advice and say to go to Callum Wilson. I would love to give advice and say go to Pookie or go to Watkins or go to Benteke or go to Adam Armstrong. I have I have never been so befuddled in a position right at the moment where I literally don't know where to go. I have the the three top scoring forwards currently, and two of them I'm not happy with. Now, I wanted to get rid of Artie, kept thinking about it, and then you post on social media, Scott. Yeah. A great thought, and you put it on our Slack channel. That's where I saw it. Tell me about that real quick. Well, I just think if you're going to send out Jamie Vardy, you're not going to want to do it today. When Jamie Vardy played against Napoli on Thursday in Leicester's last Europa League group stage match, I had a feeling he wouldn't play much, if at all, this past weekend, and he didn't. I think that means he'll probably play here in the midweek. And they're playing at no, they're playing home to Tottenham. They're they're hosting Spurs, this a fresh a, Spurs. This is a Spurs team that has all of a sudden found a way to start. Playing some defense. Yeah. And who knows? I, I mean, I, I don't know who's had COVID. I don't know if anyone will still be out, uh, to, you know, in this midweek match. But, uh, you know, I don't know. But Jamie Vardy's Jamie Vardy. And if he scores double digits, the way my mind works, if someone scores double digits, especially like Vardy after a zero, I'm thinking like, okay, he scored 12 in the next week. I'll just pretend like it was six in the last match and six in this match, and I'm not so bad about owning Jamie Vardy anymore. Scott, we, we know that the Spurs game was canceled because like, they're half their team. They could they play eight players. They, eight we don't players. know who they were or what, like, you know, how, I don't know. We, we don't know how many starters necessarily. And we, and we don't know the eight. severity of it, correct? True. Will this, do we ha- have any idea how this will affect this Thursday match this week? Or their preparation for that match? No, no, I, I don't know. Is it is it fair to say that they will be underwhelmed and underprepared? I mean, here's the thing: even if some, even if two or three of their their main players, their starters, got it on some level, even if they didn't get wicked sick, they still were sick on some level. Maybe I anyone mean, who almost anyone who gets it, although well, you know that that the other thing is this: sometimes get it, people get it, test positive, and and they're literally they not even fine. showing any symptoms. They haven't played for a week and a half, so anyone who is Healthy? It's going to be fresh. It's fresh. So I don't. I, who knows? Who? Re, I mean, we won't know until we see the lineup. Truthfully, and even then, we won't know. We won't really know, right? I'm surprised it hasn't leaked out. Well, I it would don't help know. us, Scott. Oh, if only there was a. I mean, injury this protocol. isn't an American sports league where they have, like the NBA. You know, they have their, uh, you know, their injured list, and they, you know, they say health and safety protocols. We know what that means, and I'm happy we know what that means. It means that when I play fantasy basketball or fantasy American football or whatever it is, that I know they're out with COVID. I don't get that in the we 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 have we have been down this road. There is no transparency whatsoever. 
And by the way, I don't know what it was, but in this past weekend, I did not. This is bonus material now. Oh wow! They they used a lot of their uh, mid tier and lower tier Premier League referees for some of the top tiered clubs matches. I wonder, Scott, if maybe some of the referees had to go into COVID protocol. Well, they might have had to be maybe. quarantined after FIFA match. You know, I mean, they did European matches yeah. probably in the, a couple of them at least. They were missing, and it showed. When you're a mid tier to lower tier top. You know, a Premier League referee, it's harder to follow Manchester City around the pitch. It just is. They're on another level. Chelsea, Liverpool. For sure. They're on another level. And it showed. Manchester City, following them around on the pitch is a different level. Yeah, Chelsea, is the same. Sure. Liverpool, the same. For sure. So, you know, that that was frustrating to see. Uh, we we started this conversation with Arsenal, Odegaard, Aubameyang. Uh, this is naturally leading into one of my other four things. So instead of having you pick, can we just segue into number That's two? fine. All right. So the FPL strategy topic I yeah. wanted to bring up. This season, more than most, seems to be highlighted by streaky form. Players who have three or four matches that are good, just in time for you to go to them, and then they have three or four matches that aren't good. We had a couple of examples posted in our Slack workspace during like the matches. Reese James. Reese James was kind of streaky. He he started the year, Scott, one eighteen and then a one. Then he didn't play two matches. Then he had a one. Then he had zero. Then he had a one. Huh. Starting week nine, he had thirteen twenty one seven twelve. Yeah, good streak. Everyone goes to him. Yep. And then what's he done since? One zero zero zero. Right. Got nothing. So you just Reece proved, James has been killing me. You just proved my point. But that's the whole Chelsea defense. Chelsea's defense went from the best in the league to now, like, what the heck is going on? Brian, horrible time to go to Chelsea's defense. Yeah. You know, you know who's been out for them? Conte, Kovacic. That's the real problem. If you want to figure out what's going on with Chelsea's defense, look who's been playing in front of right them. Right in front of them. Not for Kovacic, sure. not Conte. And that absolutely has disrupted their uh, their defense, 100%. But it's not just Chelsea defense, uh, to prove my point. Same thing with Mendy, by the way, those who own Mendy. Of course, Mendy. yep. Anyone who's gone to Mendy in the last four weeks, Chelsea went from the, the, the most reliable clean sheet team to now, what the, everyone's like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Now, Reece James hasn't been killing me because I got good good defense, but he has been, I've been starting him every week, and he's been getting me jack squat, Scott. Yeah, I get it. But, Christian- but he's so offensive, it's like, how do you not? How do you not play him? Sure, but you you completely proved my point with that example. But I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo. How many people went to him when he was scoring early, and then the Solskjaer era was drawing to an end, and all those Ronaldo owners were like, "What's going on?" As soon as I bring him in, he's doing nothing. Now he's doing something well, again. Yeah, his last three weeks, thirteen, two, and nine. Sure, back into good form. A good streak here. Now it's against Arsenal, Crystal Palace, and Norwich, but. Arsenal had their share of clean sheets. They've had about seven clean sheets out of sixteen. That's not horrible. It's not for them. And you know, and then Norwich and, and but Palace is no pushover. They stole that game against Palace, week fifteen. Mm. Yeah, yeah. United did. Yeah, Ronaldo got a penalty. Yeah, one one nil, right? One nil win. Yes, they got a one nil win from I believe a Bruno goal. Yeah, if my memory serves me correct. Sounds right. But, I mean. Jota. How many people went to Jota here in the last couple of weeks? Wow. Myself included. A couple of bad I matches. I already had him, but for sure. Good streak. Now, 
bad streak. Jota was on an eight, fourteen, and an eight, and then the last two weeks gives you against Wolves and Villa a three and a one. I mean, Sterling was doing nothing for anybody. Raheem Sterling he absolutely is now needs to be discussed. In a good streak. He is absolutely in a place where he is worth now he is worth the money. He's at a 10-6. His price has been dropping all season. His last 4 weeks, 8 3 5 7 11. That's 5 weeks if you actually were counting. <laughs> Don't blow me up. Game weeks. Match weeks. Uh, but how many of these guys we're talking about who are currently on a good streak? Do you guarantee, like, do you feel so good oh, about? If I could go to Raheem Sterling right now, and I have two free transfers this week. My, my issue is I'm nervous if I don't fix my Foster issue. The only hole in my team right now, Scott, everyone plays for the most part. The only hole in my team really is Ben Fo- Ben Foster is still sitting there uh, with a red triangle expected back January 15th. Mm-hmm. If Ramsdale somehow in all these matches, if Ramsdale gets a gets us a, a sit, yeah. a sit down, okay. and Leno gets a bone, I don't have a backup. So I think I'm going to use one of my transfers this week since I have two to bring in maybe a Bachman. You or can some- feel you can feel better about using a goalkeeper on your on a free transfer when you have two of them, right? Yeah, yeah, and I don't have many other holes to fill. I do have Nuno Tavares, and Tierney started the last two matches, so I still don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. It hasn't killed me yet. But I with... went to uh, my free transfer this past game week was to, to go to Tomiyasu. Yeah, and, and he came and in for it, Cresswell for sure, which was great. And it might be here's the issue though: if I get rid of Tavares because I have Ramsdale and also Ben White, if I get rid of Tavares, then I can bring in possible an Odegaard in my midfield. But then again, I don't want to move Jota or Bowen. If only I could move James Ward-Prowse out of my midfield. Veto. To my point, by the time you go to a lot, like, I think every FBL player has probably had at least two examples this season already of guys that they find, you know, that they went to, and the moment they went to them, they stopped producing. Brutal. It has been brutal. That streaky form has been brutal this year, and I don't, I doubt anyone has escaped. If you have, have, we have a name for that. We, buy a lottery ticket. We gotta have a name for that. Streaky player, and all of a sudden you go to him, and he gets he gets you nothing. You're right. We need to come up with that. What's a Brian like, would already have named it just course, now of course, in the of last course five he, seconds, but he's not here. It's like if you, I'll think of something. All right, you you work on that. There's only one player who's been streak proof all season. It's Muhammad Salah. It is Muhammad because Salah. he is the human streak right now. <laughs> he is streaking. He's streaking right now. He's the shooting star that never seems to go out. He's Haley's comet. He is. At the moment, the best player in the world, and uh, kudos to him. He is absolutely phenomenal. He's a joy to watch. Scott, right. I don't know what I else you can point. say about him. No, you can't say anything else about him except no. keep captaining him. Oh, for sure. Don't, Honestly, don't it, get kind, it sort of makes a li- it sort of makes FPL almost a little bit not fun because he is the obvious captain every week. I mean, it's foolish not to go. Oh, it's foolish to go away from him. He is rarely. I will say that most game weeks in the last six weeks of the calendar, which is like what ten game weeks, he hasn't been the highest scoring player on my team. So I could almost, you know, always try to guess somebody else. So, Scott, for instance, Scott, past- are you ready for a mind blowing statistic? Sure, I'll make my point later. There has been sixteen weeks uh-huh. in this season. Yeah, there is one time he hasn't given you a scoring return. Yeah, Scott, that's never happened. 
It's amazing. FPL before. It's amazing. That's so, my point. I hate that I blew you up on that. Burnley no. week two is the only week yeah. that he did not give you at minimum an assist. Right. So you captain him, and you can almost take it to the bank. You're getting you double at least digits. getting double digits. Mm-hmm. You are at least getting double digits. Which you feel great about. Is fifteen out of sixteen times this happened this yeah. season. Yeah. That's stupid. My that point is, is so though that he's not usually the highest scoring player in my team. But I just love, like, there's something that makes me feel better about having double digits for my captain. And when Mo's doing it every week, I'm okay with that. You know, Connor Gallagher was the highest scoring player in my team this past weekend after his brace. Which, did you see his second goal? Scott, do you know who the third highest scoring midfielder in Fantasy Premier League midfielders is? Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. You stupid. No, he's not even a midfielder this year. Oh, I forgot. It's probably Connor Gallagher. It is Connor Gallagher. Yeah. It's crazy. It. He's five points higher than Mane. I don't is... think there's any chance Chelsea would bring him back from Palace. Brother in Matt suggested that. I doubt it. If there's one place that Chelsea doesn't seem to be hurting, it's it's like a kind of attacking yeah. midfielders. Yeah, yeah. Although he's durable. He they I mean they've had some injuries. Look at Pulisic. He's been hurt. Yeah. He's slowly been milked back. You know, Mason Mount, he's been doing fine. But you're right, Connor Gallagher. Oh, Mason Mount, add him to the streaky form list. Well, look. The moment I send him out, he can't stop scoring. I want to say this as well. Connor Gallagher, Scott, could be on the streaky list. The human streak. I I swear in my life. I tell you, who's always good at naming? All-star listener, Ryan. I need you to suggest the perfect name for me. You've done this in the past. We need we need something, and I'm bumbling through it multiple times. When when someone's streaking, and then you go to them, and then they give you nothing. It's got to be something, and I want to call it something, but I don't have a good name for it. Connor Gallagher, Scott, has weeks like 15, 8, 2, 4. And then it, it give, for three weeks, he gives you nothing. Then it's 13, 11, 5. And then for three weeks, he gives you nothing. Then he gives you another 15. Mm-hmm. It's sort of James Ward-Prowse numbers. To be honest, uh, he's already done more than James Ward Prowse. To be no, fair, no, 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 for sure. But what I'm, my point being is that's the something that James Ward Prowse yeah. would do. He'd go five games instead of three games. James Ward Prowse would give you last year, not this year. Of mm-hmm. course, when I have to own him, Correct. he doesn't do this. Mm-hmm. But in in years past, yeah, he'll go five weeks, then he'll give you a fifteen, and then he'll give you a, you know three three or four more weeks, he'll give you a ten. But Connor Gallagher, by hook or by crook, six point two. I owned him about four in, during his last streak. And then I sold him after uh, a couple bad matches. Yeah. So I have missed this like third streak. Mm-hmm. But hey, some people are loving it. Yeah. Him. And and I mean, it's almost like I want injuries to occasionally happen because I I just I don't know. I think the epitome of what I'm describing is what you just said about James Ward Prowse. Most years, when James Ward Prowse does what he does for his format streak, it's unique enough that we can make fun of him about it and debate about it during that right. four-week stretch. But it's literally everybody It's happened to a lot of people. A lot, year. lot more. It's weird. It's really weird. Connor Gallagher's next uh, four matches, absolutely amazing. Home Southampton at Watford at Tottenham, home Norwich. And I'm glad I brought him in to get this 15. That's okay. for sure. Just want to throw that out there. All right, let's talk about what I see as racism next. Because I, okay. I don't want to end on and racism. And this is not the yellow ball. It is not the yellow ball. Okay. So last week I mentioned that you know the the news was out that Chelsea were going to miss a couple of matches in the Premier. They're going to have to have a couple of matches rescheduled because of the Club World Cup. Okay. The schedule was finalized for FIFA's 
Club World Cup. This is where the champions of each continent play in a tournament every winter. Okay. Chelsea is Europe's representative as Champions League champions last year. Okay. And uh, and so they're going to miss a couple of matches in early February because of it. When the schedule was announced, Al Ali, and I think I'm saying that right. Al Ali. Yep, that's okay. a it's a very prominent Egyptian club. Oh, okay, yeah, no, okay, I'm familiar with that a little bit. They they cried foul on the schedule because it was scheduled with some slight overlap with the Africa Cup of Nations. Now, I get that maybe FIFA isn't necessarily responsible for the Africa Cup of Nations. You know, the African Confederation does their own scheduling of their own competition. And I don't know this for a fact. I didn't research it, but I have to imagine because of where the African continent's located near the equator, a summer tournament like most continents do is just not an option. I, I assume that's why they do this tournament in the winter, Dave. Right. Even though it wreaks havoc on league seasons, particularly in Europe, right? For sure. But to then schedule, like FIFA did, a club World Cup tournament that's going to create a problem for the Africa Cup of Nations. Dave, Al-Ali has requested that they move the Africa Cup of Nations tournament back a few days so it doesn't overlap with the Club World Cup, which, by the way, brings the Africa Cup of Nations preparation into the festive fixtures. So a, a, a tournament that was already going to be devastating to some Premier League clubs, and yes, I am a Liverpool fan, disclaimer, Mane, Salah, Naby Keita. Scott, there, there might be a few others as well. And there definitely are in other clubs. I mean, Ed Mendy at Chelsea and, and lots of other players are going to be impacted is by this. Is Matip from Cameroon? Yes, I think he is. Okay. I, I don't think Al Ali's request will be granted at this point to just entirely move a tournament so, back three days. Let's discuss this. Number one, is the Club World Cup necessary? Okay. <laughs> so I will, throw, I will throw that out there. Sure. In my opinion, probably not. No. But... For sure. If you want to add some obscure level of extra world world champion cups. It's a cups, neat thing, right? It you is have, sort of a neat thing. You have but I will tell you this, and I'm probably not the only person that is annoyed with this. Scott, the African Cup of – the Euros happen once every four years. Mm-hmm. African Cup of Nations happens every two years. Well, that's the same as CONCACAF's Gold Cup here in North America. No. Yeah, every two years, Gold Cup. But it's not done at the same time. I'm pretty sure. Gold Cup's done during the, the summer. Copa America is every two summers as well. I don't think so. Almost guaranteed. I wish I knew this for sure. There might be other competitions that they engage in. African Cup of Nations, what people don't understand, and I'm going to be honest, I was dumb to this in, in, until about 10 years ago. Dude, there's like 55 countries in Africa. It's a massive, massive continent. And it's a big deal. You have so many professional athletes from so many different countries. So when they do a national tournament, of course it's a big deal. I, I'd say national. When they do a continental tournament like the Africa Cup of Nations, it's a massive deal. I just think having it every two years is a bit, yeah, it's kind of much. It's a bit much. Have it at the same time as the Euros opposite the World Cup, the two years in between the World Cup. Seems like a good a good fit. That's all I'm saying. Either way, the Africa Cup of Nations has been scheduled for a while. And to for FIFA to drop this competition in and disrupt 
at the very least, what's going to be a strong well, they, Egyptian they presence. in the World Cup in the middle of the season next year. This is different. This I get it. You're right. But the Premier League had a chance to create a schedule for next season around this. This is different. This was a, less than a month prior to, or I, I guess. A couple months. Uh, but, but I get your point. It's, it's like, yeah, it's like a month, month and a half prior to the tournament starting. They say, okay, here's when we're going to do this. And that's not going to be insignificant to this competition. And if they do get approval to move the Africa Cup of Nations back, which, again, I don't think will happen, but if they do, it, it's completely going to impact championships in leagues around the world. This is a global sport now. More and more countries are not kept. Like It's very rare for players in a certain country to stay and play professionally in their home country. Right. They travel all over the world. And world football, international football, needs to start to recognize this. By the way, you mentioned the Euros several times, and then I brought up, you know, CONCACAF, Copa America, and all that. Do you really think that if this was the Euros, FIFA would schedule a tournament to overlap with the Euros? No. That's fair. Totally fair. And unfortunately, it's probably because they have more influential people in a systematic type of a system that's been existing for longer that have a larger voice. But, I mean, let's just call a spade a spade. Scott, that's probably it. I don't know that for a fact, but just a brief opinion, yeah, like that seems like that's reasonable. Their, right. their voices, how it's going seems reasonable. I'm not saying that that's right. Does that make sense? Yep. All right, let's finish on a, on a fun note. Yes. Let's go back to the FPL Cup, shall we? So the whole FPL Cup. <laughs> Holy crap. Did it sneak up on me? And I looked at my opponent's team, Scott, and I thought, I'm not beating this guy. Really? Yep, Scott. I, I looked I looked at it and I thought, I am not beating this guy. Can can I can I briefly briefly discuss that with you? Please. So this was in the, the overall cup. All right. Again, so this is like the first of many, many cups that's being played. Yeah. I'm playing Tom. Scott, I played a guy named Tom. I'm not going to use his last name because if he happens to listen to this podcast, I don't want to do him dirty like this. Sure. But his team name is Come Dino with me. Now, that's kind of a little bit of a stretch. Mm-hmm. I had suggested this to someone else, and they said, hey, it's a little bit of a stretch. Scott, his, his team was Schmeichel, Rudiger, Ben White, Cancelo, Alexander, Bowen, Foden, Salah, Fernando, and he started Vardy, but Sissoko came in off the bench. Who's Fernando? Bernardo. Okay. <laughs> Why the hell did I say Fernando? I it could know. be the bourbon. Alexander. It has you been a Alexander? hell of a day. Alexander Arnold, yes. Alexander Arnold. Okay, all right. Bruce Bowen, Phil Foden, Bru- Bruce Bowen. Mo Salah. Did you really go Bruce Bowen? San Antonio Spurs, oh great my Bruce gosh, Bowen. This is not an American... What is going on, Brian? Oh, that was stop, so obscure. Stop with the Bruce this. Bowen. Bruce Bowen, the greatest, the second greatest defender in NBA history. Oh, I don't know about that, Scott. You know who the first is? Uh, Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen. I'm sorry. Bruce Bowen is in the top five of best defenders in NFL history. NBA. <laughs> What's going on? Has someone if you, if you has were, someone stolen my brain? If you were trying to do this, it would not be this funny. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> it's just insane. Let's, let's regroup here. Woo. 
let's just focus on this uh, this this point you're trying to make. Jared your opponent. Bowen, <laughs> right. not Bruce, plays for West Ham. Phil Foden, Muhammad Salah, Bernardo, Sissoko, and Antonio. Although he played Vardy, and and he and I both played Vardy and Antonio and Bowen. Anyways, I I, I saw his squad. And I'm like, man, that's gonna be really tough. I barely won. I won. He scored 68. I had 71. I won. Passed on. Tom, I'm sorry. Come dean you with me. You're going home. I sent you packing. In the overall <laughs> cup, good news for you. You're probably going to be in other cups. Actually, I'm looking at your – holy crap. You're in a ton of other cups. You won't even remember this match. But understand, Tom, I, I sent you home in your first cup match. So. <laughs> hey, this is a big deal because I don't think last year you even qualified for the cup. No, Thomas, Thomas, I'm looking at all the leagues he's in. He uh, looks to be an Everton fan. So kudos to him. It's tough to be an Everton fan. The only thing that's tougher. Hey, hey Dave. Yeah. This is not a Tom Bleep podcast. Okay. All Fair right. enough. You, you um, won. That's let's the point. move on. I won. You know well what? done. Have you ever won a cup match before? Scott, I've been famous for losing cup matches. Yeah. So I am super pumped that I won a cup match. And I am fired <laughs> up about going into my, my next cup match next week. Hey, you know you know who, who I'm playing? I'm playing, oh, man, Surara uh, Habibi. I do not know who this is. I, I, I'm not even going to read the rest of his, his team name. But I'll, I'll tell you, I'm looking at his team going into the next week. And he's got Bagnarik, which I already love that, <laughs> along with Tiago Silva. So I'm feeling better. About my challenging this this feller next year, next week. Feller. Yeah. All right. Very good. Hey, uh, so the FPL Cup is going on. Sorry, everybody, about Holy missing crap. that. We did talk about it before the season started, so it's not like we were completely ignorant to what this was. We we're just, not. We we're just, not that we new. We slightly missed it. Yeah, we did. We didn't but remember I'll the qualification. I mean, it's not like they uh, they they were showing it to us very well and publicizing it very much on FPL, you know. They could have said, "Hey, FPL Cup matches start this weekend." How's that, Toffee? Wow, Toffee's really good. Yeah, um, very good. I also won my cup match, but I was never too worried. I had one of those cup matches. Kudos for you. So that was nice. Uh, and we've had a lot of people in our uh, in our mini league, our Slack workspace, who did very well in the first week of the FPL Cup. I'm excited for this to be a thing as it continues. This is maybe the best thing FPL has done in years. It, it, no, it's excellent, absolutely great. I love that every league is going to have a different start time, and you have multiple different chances. So if you if you kick rocks in one league, you got a chance in another league. So that's absolutely great. I am. I tell you what's going to be super awesome. Scott, and it won't happen until the end of the season, is the mini-mini league that we're in. When that mini-league cup match starts, that's going to be a lot of fun. That's going to be crazy. And it's not too late for you to join us. I know I said I wouldn't do this again, but if you contribute <laughs> to us on our Patreon site, uh, FPL America Podcast, you can join our Slack workspace and be a part of our mini-mini league next season. Don't miss out. There's another reason now with these cups this expanded cup competition that FPL has put out there this season. Another reason to join us, and uh, you get immediate access to the Slack workspace and then be able to join our league next year. Be excited to have you do that. And uh, by the way, now we're heading straight into, as we're sitting here, not as you're listening to this, we're heading straight into another game week, Tuesday through Thursday. And then there's another one right after that on Saturday, Sunday. The matches will not stop. 
So continue to follow us on social media so that you can stay up to date with what uh, with what I post as far as what I think is relevant after each of the matches that are that are taking place. Trying to keep up with that while we discuss the general topics here. I love it in your podcast feed, Dave. Scott, did we hit the four subjects? We did. Real quick, who are you captaining as the match week starts tomorrow? Although I might as well kick it to this weekend because I will not have it produced by the time people are listening. But is, are you coming off Salah? I guess that's the question. No. Is it Salah or the field? <laughs> that's a great, that is the way to ask. It's Salah. Yeah. Is there a chance, Scott, that he gets rested at all? With, no. In, in the festive fixtures. Dave, let me tell you something. All right, hold on real quick. Let's cover this. When does he leave for the African Cup of Nations? Mm, right now. It's, it's match week 17 this week, which is starting tomorrow, which is mm-hmm. Tuesday. It's not going to be probably until after the new year. It's not going to be till after January 2nd when they play Chelsea. Correct. As of now. unless you, you, they, you think he'll be there for January 2nd, the yes, Chelsea match? Yes, because the discussion is that if they move the tournament forward, then he would miss that match along with mm-hmm. Monty. Which is why it's a big deal for Liverpool fans that this thing doesn't happen. For sure. So, yeah. And, and it's Mo Salah. Mo Salah is my captain. He will continue to be my captain. It's the safe choice. I get it. I'm being safe. There's no reason in game week 17 to take risks like this. Home Newcastle. I'm absolutely captaining Salah. And in uh, game week 18 in the in the weekend, it's at Spurs, but I don't care. I don't care. They score goals against Spurs. Scott, quickly, are you doing transfer this week? If I do, it's going to be Mikel Antonio out, probably. Okay, I am bringing in Bachman to foster. This is silly. It's Foster out, Bachman in. That's the, the absolute next cheapest starting goalkeeper that I can go to. And then the the other thing is Tavares. I think I'm going to move Tavares out so I can look at bringing Odegaard in. Worst case, and a minus four. I don't know if it's worth taking a minus four on that. But I got to go. I got to move Tavares, and I'm just not sure exactly where I'm going to go yet. Tomiyasu, though, Scott. Might be a landing spot. The problem is, and then I can't bring in Odegaard. But I tell you what, Tomiyasu, if look, his ownership has jumped to a 5-1, that's, that's, that's huge for him. But his last four weeks are 12-1-1 and then a 6. So Everton, the Everton match, Arsenal really dropped the ball on. I feel like they kind of screwed him in their upcoming schedule. They're home this weekend to West Ham, but then they're at Leeds and at Norwich home Wolves. So that's not bad. There's probably one or two clean sheets in there. Very good. All right, Scott, we're at the end of the pod. Brian, I hope you get better. Mm -hmm. And uh, we missed you telling me how dumb I am. (laughs) And, uh, Scott, well done as we uh, crushed those four subjects you wanted to hit. Hey, for the FPL America podcast, this is David Smith. Until next time.